critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, thinkers, what is up? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back. I wanted to start off today, um, this episode, by sharing a quick message that I received from a listener this past week. She said this, I am loving this podcast. I'm a mom to son age 15 and daughter aged 11 and a youth minister's wife. This podcast is exactly what our society needs. I finally caught up this week with all the episodes and purchased the ebook, which is a huge help. I was trying to take handwritten notes on each episode to put onto flashcards and it became overwhelming. This podcast will definitely be required listening for my son this summer. Thank you for this great educational gift. And I love the joy in your voice from Wendy. Oh my gosh, Wendy, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this with your children. Thank you for taking a minute to write in. I am so grateful when I get to hear from my listeners. Seriously, you guys absolutely rock. I think I have the best listeners ever. And I so appreciate you. I'm so thankful that you're on this journey. I'm so thankful that you care about this. I, I'm. Let me just kind of go off on a little um, <laughs> sort of unplanned tangent here. Right now on Instagram, I have, you know, I've been trying to do reels over there. And one of my reels is kind of going viral, at least vi- it's coming up on almost 90,000, well, about 85,000 uh, views right now, which is a lot. I have a, you know, I don't have a big presence on Instagram. So what has been interesting, though, is some of the comments that I'm getting from people. The episode is on the Kafka trap, and there have been some people who have commented, and in their comments, they are actually committing the Kafka trap. It's like they just got so triggered by the examples that I used that they accused me of being some of these things, and they have no proof of it. So it's like, I was like, oh my gosh, y'all are doing the very thing that I'm talking about. So Needless to say, it just highlighted to me the need for society in general to learn these skills, to learn to think well. And I'm so glad that you're here. I just have such a heart for Gen Z, this generation that's coming up, because they're just going to be facing some things that we didn't have to face, and they're going to have to know how to think well so they don't get fooled by it. And it's not difficult. You guys who listen, you know this is not difficult. So just thank you for being here. And Wendy, Thank you for writing in. I really appreciate that. And I also want to give a quick plug for my ebook, which is quite boringly named Logical Fallacies. How about, how about that, right? I think I need to come up with a better name for it. If anybody has a good name, uh, send me an email. Hit me up. Tell me what I should name this thing. But it's because one of the things that I get asked frequently is if I have a place with all the fallacies written out so that people can easily review at home. And the answer is yes, I have an ebook. Well, it's actually a PDF, but it sounds more fancy to call it an ebook. And anyways, this is where I give each fallacy that I cover here in the podcast. I give the definition, short example, and the question to ask yourself. So it's super simple to print out, to put in a binder and have in your homeschool or, you know, you can review with your family at home. You can review the fallacies on your own time. So it is a one-time purchase. And once you purchase, you'll have access to it forever or as long as I have the product and uh, including all the updates that I'm going to be doing. So I'm getting ready to release another update this week and there'll be more in the future because I'm still doing episodes on new fallacies. So anyways, if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes uh, to purchase the Logical Fallacies ebook. 
All right. I want to say thank you to our sponsor. If you are concerned that the traditional school system is not equipping your child with the skills and the knowledge to succeed, you're not alone. There are millions of families who are looking for other alternatives. And our sponsor, Classical Conversation, helps thousands of parents homeschool their children with confidence by providing a clear roadmap, a proven curriculum, and support from local communities of like-minded families. This is what we've been doing uh, since our daughter was four. She just finished 10th grade. I can't believe we only have two years left with her in school. We have loved our journey with Classical Conversations. So if you want to learn more, just go to classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. That's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. You'll get two free downloadable eBooks when you fill out the form and you can get somebody to reach out to you if you are interested and want to talk to somebody in your local area. All right, guys, let's dive into today's new fallacy, which is called bulverism. Bulverism happens when someone assumes that a speaker's argument is invalid or false, and then they explain why the speaker came to make that mistake or why they were so silly, um, even if the opponent's claim is actually right, by attacking the speaker or the speaker's motive. And if this definition sounds a little familiar, good catch. Bulverism is actually a combination of two fallacies that we've talked about. It's a type of ad hominem that happens when someone combines circular reasoning with the genetic fallacy and sprinkle on a little bit of condescension. And, you know, there you have it. That's bulverism. And I know you might be thinking, wait, what? Now we have to worry about combining fallacies? And I'll just tell you this, don't worry, it's not that complicated. And as I always tell you, it's okay if you don't remember all the nuances and the details, just learning about the different thinking errors is helping you become a a better thinker, I promise. So don't worry if you're feeling overwhelmed, just listen, you're going to get the gist of this. So here's a a simple example of bulverism. Let's say that um, Lucy thinks that the most recent Spider-Man movie is the best one that's ever been made. And her brother Luke says, oh, you just like it because you have a crush on Tom Holland. Okay, in this example, you can see the two aspects of the bulverism fallacy. Number one is the assumption that the person is wrong. And number two is the explaining away their error by attacking their motives, their character, or their identity. The classic signal that someone is committing the fallacy of bulverism is if you hear say something along the lines of, you're only saying that because you're a fill in the blank, right? You're a man, you're a woman, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're a Christian, you're an atheist, whatever it is. They're dismissing the argument and explaining away the argument by attacking something about the person. Here, here's some more examples of what this could sound like. Of course, you're against immigration. You're a bigoted Republican. Of course, you voted for more government control. You're a psychopathic Democrat. I can't believe you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. After all, you're a woman. Of course, you don't think all white people are racist. You are white. You're only an atheist because you're mad at God. Okay, those are all examples where somebody is assuming something, assuming that the other person is wrong, and then assigning motive to it. Now, the problem behind bulverism is that instead of showing why someone is wrong, the person committing the fallacy attributes their objections to something having to do with the person's identity, and they feel justified in dismissing them. They're avoiding or they're missing the actual argument itself. Okay, can you see how even though it's a nuanced fallacy, the point is still the same. 
Did the person address the real argument or not? That's why I tell you, don't get overwhelmed by all the different versions of fallacies that seem really similar. Each time you listen, you're getting a little more review of the problem behind the fallacies, which is a real issue to begin with. And it all boils down to the question I give you every time. Is that really true? Right? Are they addressing the real issue? So, Bulverism is another fallacy that was named by one of my favorite authors, C.S. Lewis. In 1941, he actually wrote an essay about it titled, wait for it, Bulverism. Yeah, deep, right? Uh, Anyways, you could look this essay up online if you want to read it. But I thought I would just share a short excerpt with you here where he explains the fallacy and then talks about how he's going to write a little fictional story about bulverism. It's kind of cute. Lewis says this, you must show that a man is wrong before you can start explaining why he is wrong. The modern method is to assume without discussion that he is wrong and then distract his attention from this, which is the only real issue, by busily explaining how he became so silly. In the course of the last 15 years, I have found this vice so common that I have had to invent a name for it. I call it Bulverism. Someday I'm going to write the biography of its imaginary inventor, Ezekiel Bulver, whose destiny was determined at the age of five when he heard his mother say to his father, who had been maintaining that two sides of a triangle were together greater than a third, oh, you say that because you are a man. At that moment, E. Bulver assures us, there flashed across my opening mind the great truth that refutation is no necessary part of argument. Assume that your opponent is wrong and explain his error and the world will be at your feet. Attempt to prove that he's wrong or worse still, try to find out whether he's right or wrong and the national dynamism of our age will thrust you to the wall. Okay, so this actually kind of makes me chuckle. I think C.S. Lewis was very clever in trying to come up with a humorous story to teach people about a really common thinking error. So the question to ask yourself if you think you may be facing bulverism is this, are they even addressing the real argument? Yep, it's that simple. Are they even addressing the real argument? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.